Matt no. Reif being the God, next no. Ghostbuster. That's too young. That's too young. That's too. You can't be too young with it. It's right. like a certain age. You know, there's a seasoned. You have to be a seasoned professional. But like yeah, it's a seasoned professional. I mean, wasn't Eddie Murphy supposed to be? He was, yeah. but that ship has sailed like no. long ago. You know, um, there oh. is Beverly Hills Cop Axel F coming Ooh, out this year. Just that to... used to be one of my favorite movies. I, I, like back, whack, like people in Pakistan know about this movie. That's how popular Beverly Hills Cop is. Is it Crazy. is it titled the same? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I literally just sure. watched Beverly Hills Cop yesterday. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Season 10, Episode 1 of the Keeg Talks. Today, the Keeg Talks coming in 2024. Keep your mind out of the gutter. We're talking about all the movies, TV shows, video games, all that stuff that are coming out in 2024. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. And if you are watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash Show or youtube.com slash Show. And if you're listening to us on our podcast, it's wherever you get your podcasts from. We're pretty much everywhere uh this is season 10 of the keeg and yeah we're starting it off talking about everything that's that's going to be coming out in 2024 all the stuff that we're looking forward to and it's not a one-man show it's not just me because it would be pretty boring so i brought two awesome people people who have been guests on the show uh people that i call my friends uh we got justin jordan aka freddie's roommate justin Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Um, hi, my name is Justin, and I'm the person with the worst facial hair on this podcast. <laughs> if if people are listening to the podcast, they can't uh, uh, they can't see it, so they're going to take your word for it. But if they are watching us live, then, I mean, they might disagree with you. I don't know. You we'll see. Are, Check are, back in a month. <laughs> you are growing out your mustache. Is that a 2024 thing? Uh, you know, I... I I was thinking about it and I just mm, I've never grown out facial hair before. I've never so this is like the longest my facial hair has ever been, you know. So I'm just testing. What if I'm a new man? You know, I could be a whole new like demographic of people could be interested in me with what? a mustache. Is it like you grow the mustache and then you can see through the magical veil of the of reality where there's mustached people and not mustached people? Exactly. You know, maybe I could be like Mario and Luigi. I could play like a detective, hard-boiled detective with a mustache, something like that. Yeah. Danny Glover, someone like that. You know. Carl Winslow. <laughs> Carl Winslow. Oh, no. <laughs> not one of, you know what? Carl Winslow's a good cop. I love Carl Winslow. One you know, of in my... Die Hard, he was one of the most important characters. Yes. <laughs> one of my um, goals in life, I want to meet Reginald Bell Johnson. He was such an important part of me growing up. He was my TV dad. That's true. And like, I loved Family Matters. Like every episode, I was acting out Urkel, like to the point where my parents hated me, you know? Oh no. And like, like Reginald Bell Johnson was such a big part. And like, uh, I would love to meet him. And my worry is I won't be able to meet him. So that's such a good point because everyone always talks about James Davery because of that J. Cole song, but Reginald Bell Johnson was the OG. He was there before him. Yeah. And I mean it's it's true, like there's more dramatic moments in Fresh Prince than there is. There, in... No, there's some dramatic moments in Family Matters when Eddie gets pulled over by is. the cops. Yeah. They, they get real. Yeah, but like I, I I get that. And 
I don't know. Anyway, Reginald L. Johnson. But Justin, I, I'm looking forward to that mustache growing in full and 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 luscious, you know? People um, think that I should do 15th Doctor. And they got the I got the shirt recently. Okay. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. Me so we'll personally, see I'm seeing Will Smith in Men in Black. Like, I want to see you Ooh, suited up. Okay, okay. You know, it's not a bad costume. Let me write that down. You gotta, yeah. you gotta do that. Have you and have you and the the misses done a Men in Black? Uh, we did for Halloween. I, okay. I think I posted it. But I think you it did was during yeah. the strikes, so I, it was like a very like if you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if anyone asks uh you guys own a mortuary you know? exactly a non <laughs> uh nondescript mortuary that's not yes. based on any intellectual property yeah yeah uh the title of the mortuary people wearing dark colors exactly <laughs> wonder what that means um if you if you heard his voice uh, but you, you know, you're not watching the show. You don't know who that other disembodied voice is. Uh, we got Neebs himself. Watch with Neebs. What's up, Neebs? Welcome, man. Thanks for letting me join, man. I'm excited to be back on here, man. I love being on the Keek Show. And I, uh, I, it was awesome to meet you guys this year. We actually met in San Diego Comic Con. So we're, we're real life friends now. Yeah, we <laughs> how, did how actually crazy meet. Is that? that is very interesting because I remember Neebs is taller than I thought he would be. Hey. Because he, he was a little bit taller than me, you know. And you were Ted Lasso, right? Yes, I was Ted Lasso. And you had the mustache. I did have the mustache, <laughs> right? I had a thick ass Ted Lasso mustache when you saw me, right? Wait, are you going to San Diego again? Will we see you again? Yes, I am. I got my tickets all four days, including preview night. Nice. Same I think here. We need to have a house party. That's my vote. Yeah, yeah. We should. Uh, we'll we'll work on something. I definitely I definitely want to do that. Um. Neebs was taller in person. Justin, was I shorter in person? No, I think you were the exact height I thought you'd be. Oh, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's fair. That's fair. It's All great. Right. All right. That's that's cool. Um, But, uh, you know, I was younger in person, right? You know? uh -huh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. um, I think I'm the youngest person on this podcast, actually. I think Probably. so, too. Yeah. Um, Are you guys having a good year so far? It's 2024. It's been like a week, but yeah, it's I guess so. How's this first? <laughs> I, I saw somebody post an Instagram story being like, okay, we're going to redo 2024. It is not working out. We're going to do 2024 on like spring solstice. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I guess. Okay. We, you get a trial, you get a two week trial and then it starts for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, can I, can I unsubscribe? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. I'm doing okay. You guys doing okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. living life. Got a lot of big plans this year. Yeah, same here. Way more chill than I did last year. Same. I got some big plans, some cool trips planned. So I'm excited. Neebs, nice. uh, you got any uh you got any big plans you could talk about here? Uh, well, I could talk about, I'm going to South Africa, which is going to be really exciting. And then okay. I may be going to Saudi Arabia for the first time. That might be cool. Uh -huh. Um, and I'm also, you know, I can't really talk about it, but I'm filming a reality TV show that'll be on Hulu in 2024. So keep an eye out for it. That's wild. Yes. Is it that a is, love show? It is a love show. It is. It's a dating show. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But it's oh my not gosh. really dating, but it, it is, it is the type of, let's just say, uh dating is involved yeah 
Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Ooh, Neeps is gonna find love. Oh my god. Yes. Wait, is is Neeps the bachelor? Wait. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I am not the bachelor. I can confirm. I am way too brown to be the bachelor. They would never let a brown man be the bachelor. <laughs> First time for everything. True, true. Well, I mean, what's the common sentiment that that producers say? They're like, look, 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 we would love this, but middle America just can't handle it. It's pretty much it. That and height. Height is a big requirement. I think you got to be like over six mm. foot one or six foot two to be the bachelor. Is that like, because of dating? Like the dating. idea of dating? Like yeah. that? you know that no because what they do is they feel out like what kind of man uh women like and height is usually one of the requirements so they naturally usually cast uh men of a certain height so i have a hot take um or a theory so to speak before we get onto the the topic of like what's to come out this year uh and this is something i've been mulling around and i think that tom cruise was big back in the day and i mean he's still big now but he was like a heartthrob right mm -hmm. and he never was confident about his own height mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and he will he always you know shrugged it off he never said how tall he was then he started standing on boxes then he started like literally filming around the fact that he is a short we could if whoever can say short, short king. king you know if, if mm -hmm. you want to call tom cruise a king I mean, he's the king of something. But the point being is that I think that public sentiment would have changed towards short kings if he had owned up to his height. He would have been like, I am a heartthrob and I'm, let's just say, 5'7". I, I think that like would have put 5'7 kings on the map. I mean, Tom Holland is like 5'7 or 5'8 and he is a great Spider-Man and he's got Zendaya. <laughs> yeah, but he's considered like the exception and and yeah. even then he's not like a heartthrob in the same way tom cruise was sure. back in the day sure and i think tom cruise would have put the bar down to at least his height people would have been like yeah people can be good looking and tom cruise and up leo leonardo DiCaprio, also sure he wears uh heels and issues or something because he is not he claims to be 5'10 but he's not even i think he's like 5'7 I mean, yeah, because I've seen. Yeah, I mean, James McAvoy he was is already five, a seven. certain. Yeah, he was already a certain height during uh, Titanic. He didn't grow after that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was expecting more growth after Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, you know, don't be overlooking five, seven short kings. I or five, so seven short kings. It's very interesting to me to to find when when uh, brown women ask for these tall guys because I'm like you know your dad was short like half of us are short We're like <laughs> your dad I, was short <laughs> I was like are you trying to breed us out of existence like is this like eugenics for like brown people like they're trying to get rid of us in a few decades we'll all be like brown basketball players because then none of them wanted to breed with us <laughs> yeah I mean maybe uh me personally I'm looking I'm looking for that you know six foot and up woman so mm. that I could start you know putting my kids into pro ball so that's solid you know um i only got as far as njb so you know oh yeah i didn't i i you know we'll we'll see about pro ball for my kids anyway uh thank you guys so much for for coming on this uh show that's it that's all the time we have uh for today um oh <laughs> see you later gator bye all right all right so uh um
there's a lot of stuff that's coming out this year. Some things got moved back for many different reasons. Even if it wasn't for the writer's strike, there's certain movies that are like always getting moved back. Um, but there are movies that are slated to come out. And I sent you guys a little list of just all the things I could muster, whatever, um, for, for movies and TV. And I'm sure there are even more, but what are the big things that stand out to you guys that you are looking forward to coming out this year? Hmm. Um, Neves, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Uh, I think Inside Out 2 is something I'm excited for. I really like the first Inside Out. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, Deadpool. I think Deadpool is something. I mean, Hugh Jackman coming back as uh, Wolverine, of course, is a big one. All the uh, twists and turns and the Easter eggs that they're going to have in that movie is going to be wild. Yeah. I don't know whether I'm going to like it all. I My just... I don't know how ham ham fisted it's gonna be. My but... problem is I feel like most of that movie is being leaked on the internet as we speak. Like every time I go on Twitter, I see more cameos just being ruined yeah. for no reason on that show. If so... if I was Ryan Reynolds, which I'm sure he's gonna do, I would just invite a bunch of friends to set, yeah, and do leaked things of <laughs> random things that will not happen. That would hmm. make a lot of sense. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, who, who knows what's real and what's not? Who else could he bring Do on? you guys think that Taylor <laughs> Swift is going to be Dazzler in Deadpool um, 3? He's already Dazzler. She's not already Dazzler. <laughs> well, in Dark Phoenix. Gentlemen, they had a Dazzler in Dark on, Phoenix. No, let's put on our my nerd hat real quick. Because okay. in X-Men, I believe it's the one after Days of Future Past. Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse. In the deleted scene where all the kids go to the mall, Cyclops picks up a record. Okay. And the person on that record is Dazzler, who is modeled after Taylor Swift. I don't what? remember the da- I don't remember I remember that it's deleted, deleted scene. scene. That's the one where he looks at she uh he looks at Boy George. Is it Boy George? No, the, it's Dazzler. No, no, no. But doesn't he look at Boy George and then turn to I couldn't be making this up. He turns to what's her name, Jean Grey, and like points out that they look alike. No, isn't there a boy George? Roll the clip. Roll the clip. I can't. I can't. I'm. We're not that type of podcast. Compare your Um, girlfriend to boy George is not a flex. (laughs) Like, why would you say that to your girl? I'm trying. We all gotta start somewhere. Maybe I made it up in my head. No, no, no. There is a. yeah, Sophie Turner. There was an improvised bit about Boy George and Sophie Turner. Yeah. But I don't short, know. They should have kept that scene in. <laughs> because, <laughs> so technically, I think Taylor Swift is already Dazzler. And I think she'd be a bad Dazzler, to be honest with you. Because number one, Taylor Swift can't act. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> She's good at a lot of things. Singing, concerts, I all love that her. stuff. Man, she I'm, can't act. She, she really can't act. Can't act. I don't um, I've only seen her in that one scene in New Girl where she just stands up and <laughs> ruins the wedding. That's the only thing. And that's not even acting. That's the only thing. I've that was her best acting performance. I also saw her in Valentine's Day when she was with Taylor Lautner. Oh, the worst. That was oh her big gosh. acting debut and it did not. It was really wouldn't but i I would say like maybe she's done better now the bad girls or not bad girls bad blood music video 
one of my favorite music videos. I feel like a music video and acting are two different things. I know. Like, I, I don't, they're not. Point is, is people are saying that Taylor Swift is going to be Dazzler in Deadpool 3. And I don't know whether that's a want or a not want, you know? Like, I don't know. To me, this is so off topic. I'm so sorry. But to me, Dazzler is not the most popular pop star at the time. It's not that. In, it's Okay. It's like the equivalent would be someone who is very, very popular in like it's a, lady like, gaga in the gay community it's lady gaga sense. or it's like not lady gaga i no? would say like carly ray jepson would be like my equivalent like carly ray jepson is big but she's not number one but also very popular among a very like like a subset group of people you don't mm. think that dazzler and lady gaga are more of a fit no dazzler okay. wouldn't in my opinion this is just this is just my like interpretation of headcanon shit yeah so take it with a grain of salt but like you know that's okay. that's what i think all right mm-hmm. neebs who would be your dazzler damn my dazzler shoot i don't know man uh i don't know lady gaga was probably a good one but i don't know i can't think of anything who do i i would probably be like Helsley. i don't know <laughs> Halsey. I love Halsey. That's not bad. Yeah. Mm. That's not bad either. Good one. Good one. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh Deadpool 3, there's gonna be some twists and turns, some Easter eggs and whatnot. I have my hopes of what's gonna happen, but I don't know if Marvel's gonna be doing that. Um but uh Justin, what are you what are you looking forward to? What am I looking forward to? I I can't wait to see Mean Girls later this week. This are you actually fun. are you looking forward to it? I am, and I'm not at the same time. Have you seen like, the stage play? I have not. Or the musical, should I say? On stage? I have not seen the musical. I'm going in with fresh set of eyes, but I love the original movie. I think it's like a very, it's like a staple of millennial culture. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also worried because it seems like they're updating some things, but not updating other things. Right. But I find very interesting. Like one of the more, I guess, interesting parts about regina george in my opinion was that like it was a very classic mean girl and a very like i don't know down to the way she dressed what she act like it was a very like this person is like adhering to the the current rules of femininity and like weaponizing against other women and it's see this is just from the trailer so again take this with a grain of salt it seems like renee rap is doing what today's version of a mean girl is which is also very interesting but the but everyone else is dressed like it's the early 2000s yeah is it a period piece is it supposed to take place now or back then the musical is a period at this point a period piece so it's like what's the angle here it's very hard based on the trailer to see like what they're keeping and not keeping or what they wanted to update you know so yeah it's very interesting because like this idea of like what a bully looks like now compared to like the 80s is, is shifted. And we saw that even in Spider-Man Homecoming where Flash Thompson wasn't this like big buff guy. And it was just this little kid who's just rich. Uh, but I did notice like they did change up some things. They did some race bending and stuff. And a lot of racism always comes out. I saw one comment where someone was like, imagine being bullied by an Indian girl. I was like, first of all, Indian girls are mean as fuck. Okay? <laughs> They're rich. <laughs> They're smart. They can definitely. It's not the 90s anymore. It's man. so <laughs> weird to think that bullying is bullying is only specific to one type of person. Yeah. When 
nerds bully also exactly there's bullies in every freaking niche. every every niche yeah. every click has bullies bullying is like a defense mechanism yeah. for anyone not black people though not me never seen <laughs> it. see you guys can throw other people under the bus not me <laughs> <laughs> i um uh, i mean i remember uh maybe this isn't like overt bullying i just remember growing up and in being in high school and i went to a predominantly white and asian high school but the asian is both south asian and uh east and southeast asian but the point being is that like the indian girls would get together and be like oh there are no there what would they say they're like there are no hot indian guys is what they would constantly say and in general, not even at the school, but like they would just oh, just in general. I think I was they would say like actors like I, I I don't think Kum. I'm not sure if Kumel is specifically Indian. I'm not. He's, sure. he's Pakistani, so he's from the subcontinent. Gotcha. They were also brushing with a broad brush here. You know what I mean? Like I'm getting swept up into it. You know, mm-hmm. they're not saying just to your face too. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's they're you know brushing with a broad brush. We're all getting splattered. You know. Anyway, mm-hmm. the point being is there are bullies in all all sorts. And then I went home and I cried to myself. Oh, wow, <laughs> this took a turn. Anyway, I'm also excited for I know we're going to talk about like the Deadpools and the Dunes later. I'm sure we will. The Deadpools but and the I do want to yeah. yeah, I do want to shout out like some smaller movies that I really want to see. So have you guys seen the trailer for Lisa Frankenstein? Yes. yes. Holy shit. Let's shout that out Diablo Cody is back in her bag. Is that Diablo Cody? Yes, it's when was the last time she did something? I don't remember. She got like canceled, not canceled, but like I think the world had to catch up to movies like Jennifer's Body, you know, like it kind of had like a resurgence and everything. And we had like we welcomed Diablo Cody back with open arms. But if you remember when Juno and uh, Jennifer's Body came out, the culture was not kind to women like her, unfortunately. No. But um, I'm excited well, she to see the trailer for bigger good. things and then got dropped. Weren't there I'm like big sure. Diablo Cody stuff that was supposed to come out and then there was didn't? a couple things like, uh, you know, I'm sure it's a Google search away. But anyway, yeah. I'm excited to see Lisa Frankenstein. It's camp. I, it looks camp. I really like it. It's really um, Oh, the American Society for Magical Negroes. Because <laughs> uh, yes. That's one where I've seen uh, talk about, and I usually just stay out of that conversation. (laughs) I see a lot of things going back and forth on that on Twitter, and I'm just like, nope, not touching this one. (laughs) Tell us what you tell us what you think, Justin. Um, I think I'm I'm I. Here's the thing. I want to clear the record on this podcast. Here's the thing. The studio is not paying me. I don't know anybody who works on the movie. I don't know the director. I don't know the actors. I don't know anybody. You know. I just literally watched the trailer. So I'm excited for not only seeing the movie, but for everyone to come back to me and say, Justin, you were right about the magical Negro trope. That's crazy. Because <laughs> you've been doing a lot of TikToks about the trope itself. Yes. Yeah, even before the movie was like, I even heard about the movie. I learned yeah. about it from you. Yeah. And I think I, I have no idea if this movie will be good. I really don't know. It could be a dud, but I, I let's just take it let's take the movie that we we got instead of thinking that we got some kind of like black 
magical Harry Potter that this movie never promised at any point. I, yeah, you know, maybe that's another movie that needs to happen. You know, like do we do we want a black Harry Potter? Do I, we? I I would love I would love a to in some way shape or form explore the magic of other cultures. Fair. You know what I mean? I'm tired, tired uh, of swords and sorcery as pertains to Arthurian legend. I don't need European swords and sorcery fantasy anymore. I don't need it. And people say that, like, Dimitri, how do you not like Lord of the Rings? I'm not saying I don't like Lord of the Rings. I'm just saying Lord of the Rings is the granddaddy that you realize that, like, modern, your 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 family wouldn't exist without your granddad. But I'm tired. Like, mm. let granddad rest. You know what I mean? I don't need the swords and sorcery, Lord of the Rings. I like contemporary magic, cool. And I want to see magic explored from other cultures, which, like, I, I'm a big fan of Greek mythology. And Greek mythology has always been kind of separate than Merlin and those type of uh, magic stuff, though it seeps in. Point being is, let's keep going east. Let's keep going south. Let's go to the new world. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I want to ex like explore that. I don't need JK Rowling to tell me how she thinks, let's just say South Asian magic is supposed to be <laughs> like, yeah. I don't need her opinion on that. I don't need her magical ideas on the Patel twins, but like, it would be nice. But sorry, Justin, didn't mean to derail the the movie. No. You're saying that you, you don't you don't know if the movie's going to be good or not. I don't know, but yeah. I hope it is. Yeah. I hope it just does what it says in the tin. Yeah. But um, the last movie that I want to mention is Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. Mm. I really like Afterlife. So I'm yes. Oh my god. I liked Afterlife also. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't know if like if for people that have been following me for almost a decade, this before I was even like on TikTok have known that I have said Kumail Nanjiani should be in Ghostbusters. If they ever do a remake, if, if they ever do a fucking reboot, he should be in that fucking movie. And sure enough, when I saw the trailer, I was like, <laughs> he's perfect. I think he's like the, I think he, not that he would replace Bill Murray in any lifetime, but I think he has the charisma, especially now that he has like, He's buff now. He's better looking than Bill, Bill Murray. I think he has the comedic shops and like him with Paul Rudd. And That's I think the guy we need sexy Ghostbusters. Patton Oswalt is really what it is, right? Patton we Oswalt, need... Kumail. Yeah. Like all three of them. Yeah. And uh, what's her name? Uh, the mom in uh, what's her name? In the Ghostbusters? Mom. I don't in know who she is. And actress wise, I think her name is Carrie. Okay. Um, those four. That's a damn good set of new Ghostbusters. Like yeah. really he playing a Ghostbuster? I thought the Ghostbusters were the kids. He's a, it, like in the trailer. Paul Rudd is wearing a suit. Um, the, is the, the daughter's wearing a suit. Podcast is wearing a suit. The mom is wearing a suit. Kamel's not wearing a suit, but he better. Maybe Ghostbusters oh, are. That's my new cosplay. If that happens, Which maybe shit. Ghostbusters is like the friends we made along the way. I think, <laughs> no, I think the mistake that. Unfortunately, Ghostbusters uh, answer the call made was that I think I think Ghostbusters needs a fran be, needs to be a franchise where um, it needs to be the hip I got hip but like the best comedians of today 
you know? And I don't think Melissa McCarthy is the best comedian today, you know? Wait, but are like, we talking comedians or comedic actors? Because, like, both. we don't need four stand-up comedians. Matt no. Reif being the I next know. Ghostbuster. That's too young. That's too young. That's too... You can't be too young with it. It's right. like a certain age, you know? It's a seasoned. You have to be a seasoned professional. But, like... Yes, a seasoned professional. I mean, wasn't Eddie Murphy supposed to be? He was, yeah. but that ship has sailed like no. long ago, you know. Um, there oh. is Beverly Hills Cop Axel F coming Ooh, out this year. Just wanted that to... used to be one of my favorite movies. I, like, I... Back, whack, like people in Pakistan know about this movie. That's how popular Beverly Hills Cop is. Is it Crazy. is it titled the same? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I literally just sure. watched Beverly Hills Cop yesterday. Literally yeah. the yesterday. first one. <laughs> yeah, the very first one. Does Beverly Hills Cop have a white female protagonist or a no. lo- love interest that isn't a love interest? His, yeah, they never fall in love. They never smooch, because they weren't they allowed to back then. Like, uh, when did it come out? When did Beverly Hills Cop come out? Oh my god, the eighties. Right? They weren't yeah. allowed to. Well, okay, so I don't know if you guys, I don't know, whatever. I I've been paying attention to it like a long time. There used to be a thing in Hollywood where. You can't have interracial relationships unless that is literally the plot of the movie. That is a literal thing. And this is up until like 2010s. So Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz was supposed to be Will Smith's love interest in Hitch. And they wouldn't allow her. Because they did not want Will Smith with Cameron Diaz. So they, uh, the person who bridged those gaps between white men and black men was um eva mendez so pretty eva much latina in the role than cameron diaz now that i think yeah. about it what's up like ooh, i like actually think eva mendez would is better for that part i, I agree Maybe. too yeah but the point being is that like when denzel and julia roberts did is it pelican brief is that what it is mm-hmm. their characters have sex in the uh book no romantic whatsoever in the movie like there are on purpose. It, it it's basically unless it's guess who's coming to dinner, right? They 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 didn't allow that back then. It was it was very back uh, then, 2010s. No, it was very recent because uh, when Glenn hooks up with Maggie on The Walking Dead, that was the first time that's ever happened on TV, and that was just a few years ago. That's that crazy. pairing, right? Yeah, yeah. You know. And so, like that, that, uh, so yes, uh, um, um, uh, what am I getting at? Uh, Eddie Murphy in Beverly Hills Cop, right? Will Smith in Men in Black. They hint, they hint at it. There's, there's, you know, Men in Black, another franchise. Will Smith in Bad Boys with Tia Leone. I Wait, did, they that, they didn't hook up in Bad they Boys. They don't hook up. No, doesn't the girl betray them in no. Bad Boys? No. So T well, Will Smith is kind of seeing Tia Leone's friend in Bad Boys. Oh, like that's the premise. Friend. The premise is that her yeah. friend dies and she's on the run from the killers. But Tia Leone oh. is looking bad in a good way, and she doesn't hook up with either one of the bad boys. That's just... You know what's funny though? After as soon as I saw Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. you know, I tweeted 
I was like, why haven't they crossed over with Bad Boys? I mean, it seems like a, an idea that writes itself. And uh, like, they're, I because they're, Mi- was... they're in Miami, though, right? Bad Boys are in Miami. I mean, it's, I think it's a hop skipping away. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that it wasn't that hard to get Eddie Murphy in Beverly Hills because the characters from Detroit. Yeah. But when, when the um when when uh, Bad Boys for Life was filming, they did a TikTok video or like an Instagram video of them hanging out with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. At the Tyler Perry studio, so it's like, why have they not crossed over? It's literally one of the easiest ideas. Um, makes sense. Bad Boys yeah. Forever. By the way, add new Bad, Bad Boys Boy. is coming out this year too. Yeah, Bad Boys 4. Bad, Bad, Bad Boy, yeah, Bad Boys 4. Bad By Boys the way, 1, Bad, Bad Boys, Boys 4 2. should have been Bad Boys for Life. Well, yeah. it sucks to suck. <laughs> they only thought they had one of these. So keep with the 4 thing. Just call it forever. Bad Boys forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Carson. Like By the way, shout out to Carson. Carson's always in our chat. Want to shout out Carson. Uh, Carson says, we need a Ghostbusters movie with Kevin James in it. Would would you no. want Kevin James as a Ghostbuster? No, that's 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 a Melissa McCarthy pick. No. Okay, uh, no, like mall cop Ghostbusters. I think uh, it's. I'm not feeling it. Like he plays absurd, and like I don't think Ghostbusters runs on like absurd. I guess in a concept, it runs on, but like it doesn't run on like pratfalls, right? No, you got to be like like it's very sarcastic humor in, in yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, um. By the way, I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But if you guys ever want to do a Ghostbusters cosplayer for San Diego, bro, I got the suit in my closet. Do you, you, you know have I your do. name? Do you have your yes, name? Yes, I have mine. Then I will. I I want to get mine with Pereira on it. Like I'm not no, playing can, other people's characters. I can characters. send you the link, and I can send you like the because I got I just got the exact flight suit that they use for the movie. Okay, got the patch. Put my name on it. It's the easiest um, Halloween costume ever owned. I've had it for like four years now. I break out at least once a year. It's great. Neebs, I don't know if you want to. I'm down, but I'm going to wait to see if Camille Nanjiani is going to be in a costume. And I'll get that exact costume. (laughs) Or or you could be Slimer. No. (laughs) No, I'm joking. (laughs) Can you imagine having someone in the group and you're like, yeah, you're not a Ghostbuster. You're going to be Slimer for this cosplay. That's what the ladies call me in high school. (laughs) I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) And in high school, too. Oh, um. Uh, so uh there, there's a lot of there's a lot of movies that are that are coming out next year and I mean we're just talking about movies but like um um I mean there's also I mean a lot of TV shows. I just think there's there's a couple of movies that have the subtitle with Empire in it, right? So like Ghostbusters has Frozen Empire. We also got Godzilla X Kong the Fall no the Fallen Empire, the New Empire? Yeah, the New Empire. Mm. Are you guys are you guys a fan of the the legendary uh, monsterverse stuff. Yeah, like they're fun to watch in a um, movie theater. Like not a lot of movies are fun to watch in a movie theater, but a monster movie definitely is because you get the surround sound, you get the monsters, and it's like you get the feel. The audio is really, really good. I just watched Godzilla Minus One, and like that was an amazing movie, but like these movies and that movie are like completely different ends of the monster spectrum, right? One's yeah. like turn your brain off and like watch these monsters. The other is like a human experience story, right? Yeah. So I'm here for all of it. 
it. I like I like the different styles. Uh, I think they're both serve their purpose. I, I I agree. There's Godzilla movies that are meant to teach lessons, and then there's Godzilla movies that are, you know, bash them, bash them yeah. up kind of fight movies. Because people forget that there are a lot of Japanese Godzilla movies that are just like brawls, just brawls <laughs> you know? See, I, yeah, I get it. I mean, because I like the first Godzilla. Very Kong. good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kong Skull Island. Exceptional. Kong Skull Island is the best out of this new wave. Like, holy shit. Really good. Yeah. Godzilla King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Millie Bobby Brown is popular, I guess. You know, I'm like, all right. It, it kind of lost the plot for me on that one. And then yeah. Godzilla versus Kong. I'm mad because Kong never got a shot. It feels like Kong was the jobber in that movie. <laughs> he was I getting forget. his ass beat yeah. every single time. He only had like the upper hand like at one point in the movie, but Godzilla was like wrecking him. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a way you could have written it that Kong does come out, like, on top. You know what I mean? Like, Kong has to get close to, to, to Godzilla to beat him, right? Stay out of his way of the, of the beam, right? And yeah. then Godzilla has, like, small arms. I guess yeah. not anymore now that he's just, like... Well, Kong has nah, like opposable was... thumbs, man. He can use tools, man. Yeah. So Kong <laughs> could have come around, done something, but off the top rope or something. But with, the, with the building. <laughs> but they decided to throw in Mecha Godzilla into yeah. it. They and had to the team up. Not yeah. only Mecha Godzilla, but also that there's a world inside our the the the, the Hollow Earth theory. You know, that lost me. The Hollow Earth could have lost me. The yeah. Hollow Earth part was so unnecessary. I agree. I don't get the point of it. Um, are you guys watching Monarch King of Monsters? No, it lost me. Wait, no. which part lost you? <laughs> I I was I checked out when they were like, Kong, even though you lost, you could be the king in Hollow Earth. <laughs> you could run around and be with all your Oh, that's friends. the movie. That's the but like okay, the Monarch, show... they're in the same universe. Yeah, Monarch... yeah, yeah. But like the show is good. The show is good. I'm we're doing another podcast episode, so I don't want to talk too much about it. It's on it. Apple TV, right? It's on Apple TV Plus. And See, a lot why. of it takes place in the past. So they're dealing with like starting up Monarch, and it has um Wyatt Russell playing a young Kurt Russell. Like they're the same character, but one's the older version and his son plays the younger version. Mm, um US agent. You know? <laughs> yeah, US agent. Oh. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh Anna Sawai, actress Anna Sawai, she's been in a couple of things recently. She is really good. She's a New Zealand actress um of Japanese descent. And she's gonna be in the new Shogun show. I don't know if you guys know Shogun. Yes, yes, I've heard we of it. Both know Shogun. You know wanna know why? Why? Because the last time we went to San Diego Comic Con. We went to their booth and they had a VR interactive thing, right? But we were too dark. <laughs> the sensors could not pick up our skin color. No and way. it was so funny because it wouldn't work for me. And it was like, oh, we'll try recalibrating it. Try again, try again. It's not working. Dimitri was like, I'll try it. It can't be that bad. It did not work for Dimitri. And- 
they and had to like justice who is i love the guy but he's, he's the light skin of the group it shouldn't work for him it did not work for justice and so they had to shut down the exhibit after we <laughs> <laughs> to recalibrate it and we were joking out loud though we were like it's, yeah, it's not picking up our skin. That's what it is. It didn't. That was what it was. That's some racist uh, ass AI they got. <laughs> I'm so, actually yeah. kind of happy because they wouldn't tell me what we would see in the pool underneath us. And I was afraid something's going to jump out. So I was kind of happy it didn't work personally so that I wouldn't get scared. But, you know. So it was so awkward. But yeah, I'm aware of the show Shogun. Okay. Oh, I'm aware. So Shogun was originally a book, like a big old thick book that like a lot of people liked back in like the 60s or whatever. And they made it like a TV miniseries in the 70s, which we watched like one episode in high school. And then now they're doing like a remake of it. But Anna Sawai is in it. And I just found out. And she's, oh, she's Han's daughter in Fast in the new fast oh movies. that's right yeah because han i guess has a daughter yeah right yeah where you been no i mean i've seen them but i'm just saying um she's in monarch legacy of monsters mm. so you know i don't know um you guys got tv shows that you guys are looking forward to uh yeah got some good tv shows wait are you guys more avatar movie? are you guys avatar, more movie the last or TV show people I'm a little bit of both. Okay. Same yeah. on both. But uh, okay. Avatar The Last Airbender is probably my most anticipated series that's coming out. Um, shout out to uh we we got we had some people on the Instagram story that were were talking about. Um, but shout out um uh to Moira who says Avatar The Last Airbender live action. Will it be great or awful? We'll find out in February. Mm-hmm. So will it be great or awful? I feel like it'll be great because the cast is pretty decent, man. They got they got some big heavy hitter uh, heavy hitters uh for some of these characters, man. So yeah, I think it's pretty good. I it does make me weary that the original creators left the show. I was like, oh, that doesn't feel what did they good. Leave? Like, why? Yeah. yeah, but I don't know, man. It feels like they'll do a good job. Like all the trailers I've seen, everything I've read about it seems all positive, but just the fact that they left the show makes me feel a certain way about it. Yeah. Same. There, but there also, might be like, like some oh. big change that they did that'll be noticeable. Like you'll be like, oh, that's why. I don't know. Hmm. Justin? Oh, I was just going to say, I, I feel as though this might be a hot take. But I feel as though the best version of that story has already been told. Mm-hmm. I don't think it needed the live action, to be honest with you. And if it's going to be a live action, might as well do a new story or a new avatar. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Uh, I mean, I agree to an extent. Or Here's like a question a for both of you guys. Here, I oh, mean, do you guys like live action versions of animated things? Because the question <laughs> is brought Usually. up, what's the purpose of a live action version of a of a cartoon i feel like it does introduce people to a show that like they probably feel like they cannot catch up like one piece is an example like people cannot imagine getting into one piece but if you watch the live action it's actually very easy to digest and they still capture the magic of the anime so like that's an example of like where it does really well i don't know if that's the exception or if that's the rule but like you know they have done a good job in some places 
One Piece was, I, I, I know almost nothing about One Piece, but I watched the Netflix show and I liked it uh, enough to do a Zoro costume for Halloween. And like, like, but did, did I feel kind of like a poser? Like a little bit in a way, knowing that like I haven't read the books and I haven't watched the anime. Sure. But I watched the Netflix show and I was doing the Netflix Zoro and that was it. You know, I was uh, like, I liked the show. It was very good. I loved it. Yeah. Um, um, but Avatar, like, I think people want to see the powers done, right? Like, people want to yeah. see the fights and the powers in live action. They want to forget about the M. Night Shyamalan version. That's we do need really to scrub is. that. We do need to scrub <laughs> that. Yeah. I mean, a- I just, I just, I'm sure it will be fine. I'm okay. sure it will be better than the Avatar M. Night Shyamalan version. Right. I'm sure it has to be. But I'm not I'm not expecting the moon and stars. Yeah. You know? Though that being said, I do feel like Dev Patel should make an appearance and get like he was done bad in that. And he's a great actor. And I felt like that'll always haunt him to the point that he, when he does, uh, what do you call it? Like comic con or anything like that. And people ask him to sign uh, anything from like the fire nation. He goes out with a pretty shit movie. Wasn't it? <laughs> like he'll say it himself <laughs> yeah, as he signs autographs for it. <laughs> I, do you think that's the reason why Deb Patel doesn't do big franchise movies? Maybe. Probably. Because I can think of a couple franchises that he'd be great in. You know? are, yeah. are you a Reed Richards, Dev Patel guy? No. Oh, okay. I think, I mean, I can see it. I can I can really see it. That's really good. But I feel like it's gonna. It's getting in the Aegis Elba as James Bond territory. Uh, it's starting to, at least, you know? I don't... But they... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, um, we've been waiting on a Fantastic Forecast for years now so yeah. you know what add this to the list dimitri things i'm looking forward to casting the fucking fantastic four mm-hmm. just do at, it at this point i don't think it's gonna be pedro i think it's been oh, way too long since they pedro. since That's they dropped casting. that it was gonna be pedro i don't think it's gonna be pedro anymore yeah. oh pedro I, I love pedro pascal yeah they're saturated yeah there's <laughs> dozens of much. other characters he could be but mr fantastic that's the wrong that's the wrong move. Yeah, especially if Vanessa Kirby is going to be like Sue. It's like such a big age gap between the two. It just, I just, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be upset if he was Sentry. I mean, uh, yeah, Stephen Young dropped out. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset if he turned into Sentry. I mean, because... I don't think we need Sentry. That's the thing. Like, unless the the purpose of Sentry is to have a team of no powered people go up against a Superman. But, like, we already saw Marvel Superman with Hyperion, or not Hyperion, with Icarus in Eternals. Like, I don't yeah. know whether we need a Superman-related character. Sentry kind of sucks, to be honest. What they want to do is they want to do a, a, you know, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League kind of thing. Yeah. Where, and, like, that's, that's not Thunderbolts either. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um. My problem with Dev Patel as as Reed Richards is he's not an asshole enough. And I love Rahul Kohli. I love him too. He's, and and me calling him an asshole is not like me hating on him. Like he is such a lovable asshole, like in real life that like I could see him playing Reed Richards. Yeah. He's treated me a few times. (laughs) Yeah, I think I, I, yeah. Let him, let him know. 
I will. I will let him know. He's actually done a Reed Richards cosplay. Yes. Yeah. And he posted I think I, it. Did I see that? I don't know. I've been campaigning for the role. Interesting. Yeah. I've also loving him since iZombie. But he's, hey, he's doing a really good job lately. Like, he has some stuff coming out this year. Yeah, House of Ushers or something like that. I forget what. But uh, back to Raul Cooley. Uh, he actually what went on his stories on Instagram. And he, uh, I, I forgot, Jeremy Allen White, I believe, came on and said, hey, I auditioned for like a Marvel type role. And I guess I played it wrong. They didn't like me. And Raul Cooley kind of retweeted it and said, same, bro, same. So he auditioned for a Marvel type role and the audition went badly. Huh. Well, is it Fantastic Four, though? We don't know, but he did audition for a Marvel movie and he said the audition did not go well. That's kind of, oh, that sucks because I feel like number one, Jeremy Allen White wouldn't make a bad human torch. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. It's, I, it's either that or Eddie Brock for me. If we're talking about Jeremy Allen White for me. Yeah. But, uh, um, made a great. I, uh, I auditioned to be the, the host of Blues Clues a couple years back. When they no were really starting it, uh, and you know, I'm just, I'm, you know, for dropping this, I know I didn't get it. I did get <laughs> callback. I get to the final like 10, 15 people, um, mm. to Nickelodeon Studios, and did more auditioning and didn't get it. But you know, yeah. uh, the chemistry read with Blue, who with Blue, <laughs> yeah, blew through the audition. I was like, yeah, you're so, you're so fucking unprofessional. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Blue. I'm sorry. Calm down. Calm down. We just got a letter, and this is you didn't get the part. <laughs> yeah. Imagine a world that would have been though. That that's a timeline out there. I'm yeah. just saying. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was before I even met you guys, so who knows? That would have been. It would have been a dystopian future. That's really what it Dystopian? was. <laughs> Everything fall like go to that timeline. Everything's falling apart <laughs> just because Dimitri was. Steve. What the fuck? It's like Mad Max Blues Clues version. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, Carson out there says that he's excited for the second half of Invincible season two. Yeah, yeah, that looks good. I I, I enjoyed the first half of it. I thought it was done really well. Uh, it's great uh animation and the fighting is good and the storyline is really great and i'm really excited to see where they go i haven't read the comics i have the comics and i'm reading them as i go along because i don't want to no. get too far ahead read read ahead yeah. read ahead read and be able to go back oh, i have man, a question i, I have a, yeah. oh go ahead neat sorry no no go ahead go ahead i have a question for dimitri did did omni man come back this soon into the comic because it feel it felt a little too soon to me to be honest it's i think it's too soon i think like there's a couple more adventures that that happens before omni-man comes back but i can't remember i have to do another reread but i've read every issue but uh yeah it, it, it also regardless of what happens in the comics it, it just seems too soon for this show for omni-man to come back yeah, it is. It felt like oh, you just left, bro. Yeah. Um, but I wish I cared about anything else in that show besides that plot line. Really? Because like I, I don't know, the Guardians of the Globe. Eh, I wish I cared. I wish I cared about Robot. You know. <laughs> just, just <laughs> yeah. wait for what happens with Robot. 
What is he gonna? What's gonna happen? I can't. I'm not gonna tell you. Is he actually gonna be good and like be robot? A robot because like character? robots one of the best characters in the comics. Mm. All right, maybe, maybe there's some we'll crazy see. shit that happens. I'm just saying. Hmm. Okay, I'm I'm saying read ahead because you'll never be able to read all of Invincible if you're waiting for the show to do it because it's such a slow pace. Read ahead and then you can come back. But I like being surprised by the show. All right, I will. I'll, I, I'll, I'll see. As someone who's read all the stuff, like by a certain point, you're gonna forget certain things anyway, and they do certain things different. So, oh, gotcha. You know. Same with Walking Dead. Like I, I was reading the comics and I finished that, and then. But they deviate a lot in, in that. They deviate a lot in yeah. Walking Dead. So, also, I'm not. I can't go back to Walking Dead. I, I stayed longer than most people, mm-hmm. but at a certain point, I dropped off, and I was like, it doesn't hurt me to not pick it back up again. I'm okay. Yeah. What was the dropping point in the show? There was the, one of the later seasons with um, the Whisperers, because I like the Whisperers in the comics. So the Whisperers, they skin the zombies and wear the zombie skin and pretend, and essentially the zombies, as long as they don't move like humans would, the zombies think they're zombies. So they're like a race of nomads that walk with the zombies and then veer off to their camps. So they kind of follow the flow of zombie herds. Um but they also like they'll be a zombie and then pull a fast move on you and like knife you. Like you'll go in thinking they're just a zombie and you just like knock them in the head and they'll just like, you know? Oh, interesting. Okay. And they, they like talk to each other in certain ways, I think. But the point being is there there's in that season, like some of the characters get stuck in a cave and there's like a pit of zombies. And then I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it went on hiatus, and then like I just dropped off. There's a new series coming out, Walking Dead. The war, what's it called? Walking Dead. Daryl Dixon. Um, Daryl. Yeah, there's a couple of shows coming out this year, right? Walking Dead: Um, The Ones Who Live. That comes out this year. I don't. I think that's a Rick Grimes focused story. I'm out. Yeah. Not going to jump know. back in? No. I dropped I mean, when Carl died. Oh, wow. Oh. You dropped early. No. Well, no, that's not that that's early, early, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm i just like, I think I'm just two seasons behind, so not too bad. But uh, I I actually had uh, some inspiration to one of the seasons. They actually changed some stuff around because of me. What? Wait, what was it? What does that mean? So, okay. So I went to a comic con once and I talked to Scott M. Gimple and I talked to him about how, you know, they finally added a Muslim character in The Walking Dead, which was Syed. And I was like, Mm. thanks. I thought we didn't make it. Right. And uh, I told him like, you know, it was uh, how much representation means and stuff like that. And then literally he was, uh, he really liked my question after the show he came up to me he talked to me a little bit we had a conversation and i have it on like a video too of me and just him having a conversation and i asked him to like you know give the muslim characters more you know screen time and then he gave the one muslim character a seven story arc the next season and they gave him a muslim funeral and he actually ended up like retweeting me when i like tweeted him about it so 
and he follows me on Twitter. That's so, cool. Like I I claim that I am the reason that he made he decided to focus on that one character. Hmm. And I have all the receipts. Like I have the yeah. Twitter exchanges. I have me and him talking. I have me asking him the question. I got the whole thing on video. The question is, why didn't they cast you? Uh, I am not a. I am actually in my first feature film this year. Actually, I. I, I yeah, uh, it's a short film. So, uh, someone I had on my podcast were like, "Hey, I would love for you to be in my film," and I was like, um, "Sure." So she did a short film here in New Jersey. She casted me, and she is going to finish producing it. She's going to shop it around to film festivals, and I may be in in a award winning short film. Who knows? That's pretty what cool. What the heck? Yeah, it's a very small role. It's a very, very small role. What, I have like two scenes. What's it called? Do we know? Yeah, it's called uh it, it's called What is the Criteria? And it's about like uh it's about a brown girl who finds these magical glasses and what they do is she can detect F boys by putting on these glasses. So a guy will tell her something and then she'll put on the glasses and she'll find out what he's really saying or what he's really thinking. Okay. So it's kind of like it's like a play off of like they live the old movie that like came out in the 80s yeah. so it's kind of like that but like instead of zombies you you detect f boys and yeah. i played one mm. of the f boys i am a 40 year old doctor who operates while he is under the influence of alcohol and is a uh womanizer <laughs> I don't, okay I, but who are you who are you in the movie like, you know what and, yeah you, you would be great at playing an awful person i know okay. i know Oof, it's brutal man um, uh, okay, so that's something coming in 2024, though. Like that's cool. Yeah, yeah. All so right. I got a reality show and a short film coming out. But like, yeah. Uh, this, this is so not fair. <laughs> what are you looking for most of this year? Neves is like, oh, the TV show that I'm in, the short film I'm in. <laughs> you know what? I want to tweet out: Neves is Mr. Fantastic in an MCU <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> That's uh, what he's looking forward why to. Why do you think I've been going to the gym every single day, killing myself? <laughs> what? I the the Marvel, the Marvel uh, routine. Trying get, yeah, trying to get that Thor body. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I would love to get paid by Marvel to get to the gym and like have their dietitians and do all that stuff. I'm not letting Camille Nanjiani being the only Pakistani who gets to do that, man. <laughs> I'm trying to get there too. Um, I'm going to be on a game show uh, April 23rd. Person, place, oh. or thing. Um, and so uh, that's what I got coming in 2024. Wait, so did you already film and you're just yeah. going to air? Okay. Yeah, we already filmed. Um, nice. And so, uh, yeah, that episode, person, place, or thing on Fox. So it'll be, it's like the Fox uh, afternoon game show block. So person, place, or thing is new. So April 23rd. I don't know. All right. Cool. Yeah. Are you a millionaire now? Did you win? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I'm a millionaire <laughs> now. And uh that's why I'm just doing the key all the time, you know? That's what I thought. Yeah. Um there's do we got like big Marvel movies that like that are coming out? I'm trying to think no, of they're actually they're actually not doing any Deadpool. Marvel movies except for Deadpool next year. They they push everything back. Oh yeah. Because of the because of the strike. Yeah, because of the strike. the strike, but also because like they just felt like they weren't focusing on quality stuff. So I mean, that's what they said. I don't know, but right. yeah, uh, DC is the same thing because DC doesn't have 
anything other than jokey, jo- jokey, Joker, Joker, Foley, Adu. Did you guys like the first Joker movie? I didn't even see it. I still have Look, yet to see it. I know people love really? it, but like in my opinion, it's probably one of the most overrated <laughs> superhero movies. It's good, but it's overrated. I heard it's just the king of comedy or whatever, whatever that movie was called, and then with a and Joker taxi swap. Driver. And taxi driver. Yeah. 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 Um well. <laughs> It's not the worst DC ever. It's not the worst DC movie ever. That's made. not that's a, a low bar. Point. That's yeah. a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think Joker is very well made. I think it um, fails to deliver the points that it wants to make. Uh-huh. Uh, it, at times, it feels a little preachy. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the problem is, like, I don't know. I I think it's a fascinating experiment. I do. And I think it's more fascinating when you make Joker 2, when you make Joker the protagonist or the hero, you have to put Joker in like primary colors, like red, yellows, and blues, which is very fascinating. But when you want a antagonist or a villain, you turn Harley into like a more dangerous or like, I don't know, a more Joker-fied Harley. I think that's very interesting. But And is it going to be a musical? Yeah, that's what they yeah. say. But like, not to be the guy that's like, where's Batman? But like, I don't know. I I I I didn't watch Gotham for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> um is it is Joker kind of like um if you took the last samurai and you named Ken Watanabe's character Rachel Ghoul and that's it? No. And you just have the last samurai, but with the main character being Rachel Ghoul, and that's it? Like, is that what Joker was? No, nah. I think I don't know. I don't want to spoil Joker for you. Or I'm sure you already know the plots of it. My yeah. biggest issue with, with the Joker is I can't stand his fan base. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's that's also the problem with like who do you put as your main character? When you when you do a, a movie or a TV show like The Punisher what what are the what's the point of it right are you saying that everybody should take up arms and solve their problems themselves or is there some sort of greater thing so does joker fall prey to that in a way yeah no i mean i i think like slight spoilers for joker slight yeah. spoilers but like he he goes through a series of mishaps where he like loses his job um, he doesn't get his like medication. The therapist um stops seeing him, like his, you know. And I think what what really bugs me about like I don't know. Have you heard of the male loneliness epidemic? You know that's uh-huh. going on right there. I mean, I don't know the specifics other than I mean the general idea. How like adult men or older adult men when their like wives leave them or pass away, or they don't really have anyone to talk to they don't have any community left you know right. because their wives planned everything and like i think i think it kind of plays into that because like i don't know the whole movie joker is like blaming society for the problems and i get like yeah he <laughs> he needs his medications like that but it's like society has failed me so i'm going to murder people on yeah. live television <laughs> like what the fuck you know I, yeah. have you tried community organizing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know it's just 
uh, like, pick up, pick up it's ball. very white male power <laughs> fantasy. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. I mean, yeah, and and that's not to I mean, well. Also, this subject isn't like the the topic of the episode, but just the like these problems persist. These you know male related problems exist and persist, but um um there 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 are other ways to go about things and to talk about things and you know uh, maybe help solve some of the problems. I still mm. think they should have blended him and Robert Pattinson together. I don't I don't Put even know what the world. future of the Pattinson universe is going to be because they're okay so what we do have slated for this year Carson pointed it out is we have a the penguin HBO show which I'm very much looking forward to that's still happening yeah oh yeah I mean they have a, a, a teaser trailer that's like more behind the scenes footage but it's not like a story trailer, but yeah. HBO has been notorious of just cutting projects and canceling projects. So I yeah. was surprised to see that's still going on. I mean, so we're getting the whole Penguin show, but we can't get Batgirl? Batgirl? <laughs> we can't just throw it up on the server? You know what sucks? You know what sucks the most is that after watching Aquaman 2 and The Flash, The Flash is worse by a good amount. Real bad. The Flash, Flash is, is bad. really bad. Yeah. Uh, you're telling and Black Adam last year, right? Those three movies last year. You're telling me that all three were better than Batgirl, and Batgirl, Batgirl. was was one of those four to be cut. Come on, yeah. Black Adam was bad. Black Adam was oh horrible. Oh my oh the the like, flat. I mean, Black Adam was a waste of time. Flash was just a a, a, a train wreck. Aquaman two. I will never see it again. I was I'm not hating my time with it, but also there I'm not recommending it to anyone. There's no one that needs to see it. There's no point. Aquaman is like eating a sandwich with a bug in it. <laughs> I get wow. I get that you're trying to you're tying it in with the movie. I get it. I wouldn't say that. I would just say it's like stale bread. It's a sandwich with stale bread. It's it like, but not like moldy bread, just like, hey, you're hungry, you eat a sandwich. It's what's but in your pantry. Like... It's what's in your pantry. You know, it's like, I have yet to go grocery shopping. Let's just finish off what's left. That's kind of what it was. It was kind of like few... finishing off what's left in the pantry. You're yeah. going to get a new, like, a new, you know, groceries. Grocery. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. There was a few good moments, a few, a few really good ideas. In Aquaman 2? Orm is now in the Mara role or the number two role. Yeah. Like, I thought that was a very, I don't know, a very good idea. Yeah. I thought, I think he held up the movie Orm. He was really good. I also think it's weird that Orm acts more like Aquaman to me than Jason Momoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were having a Loki and Thor kind of thing where they were going for the Ragnarok thing, but I, they couldn't execute it as well. If if Loki was more responsible, right? Mm. Like Orm yeah. seemed very responsible, and they almost like like apologized for Orm in the first one, right? In, in a way, yeah, he got like a little redemption arc. He was just like, I don't know. Aquaman two was wild. Let me and, ask you guys a question. Uh, do you think the box office sales would have done as bad for these DC movies if it wasn't for James um, Gunn announcing that the DCEU is dead. 
I, I think I think you hit the nail. Like, this is exactly what I was thinking. Like, literally, James Gunn got on Twitter or whatever and said, these movies don't matter. They will I, not. And I think, like, it goes back to, like, things like Echo, where the, the one of the prime selling points of these superhero movies is their interconnectivity. You can't get up and say, you don't have to watch this one. You know, this is, like, the whole point. The whole mm-hmm. point is that y- if you don't watch... Uh, Avengers, then you Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Ant Man. You're not gonna understand you, and it like creates this big wave of content. I think like, I think it's working against it though. I think it's no, working against it. It's it's the it's one not. piece thing. It's the one piece thing. Sometimes you know what I mean. Like no, you think that the general public needs to be forced to watch the movies in order to watch the movies? No, I'm not saying forced. I'm saying you have a you have a stream of like you start at point A. The, the whole point is that there are sequels upon sequels upon sequels. I agree, right? I, I agree with the interconnectivity, that. but something like Echo doesn't need to factor into Thanos or the multiverse in order to be a good show, like a good standalone show. But it does need the matter. And Aquaman not having mattered, no one's like, eh, I can skip this one. We're never gonna see Jason I agree. again. I mean, I like, I, I agree that we can skip it because it doesn't matter. I also think that it didn't matter to begin with. I don't think DC <laughs> wanted to release it to begin with. They kept getting moved back. Flash also to the point where like James Gunn coming in, it was only a matter of time till they they were like, yeah, we're really starting over from scratch here. There is no way. Yeah, we can make I this I, work. I truly believe like you need to start from scratch, but also. Ugh, I can't. I can't what believe I'm defending David Zasloff, which I really don't want to do. But if I'm looking at the number sheet, you spent how many? How many millions on Black Adam, Flash, and Aquaman? Fuck. Okay. I, we Zasloff is now discovering, just like you know, all of Disney and Netflix. Wait a minute. If I put something on on streaming, the only way we make money is if people. Sign up for the streaming service. Yeah, if people, no box yeah. office release. There's no like, oh shit, we have to put this out. And then I I disagree that Batgirl should have been on the cutting floor. Yeah, you know. But if I'm David Zasloff and it's like this one was made for HBO anyway, and eh, do we have mm. to release in theaters? Release Wait, Batgirl in theaters. Release to advertise it. You haven't been advertising it. Cut it. Release you know? Flash on streaming. Release Batgirl. In 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 uh in movies, I think, or release uh, Batgirl in 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 on streaming. Release Batgirl on streaming and Flash in the movie. I don't care. You just release Batgirl if you're anyway saying you're not going to make money. He's just trying to cut it and save, like write yeah. it off as a loss, right? Yes, I I do agree. We should have seen Batgirl, but just, I think if this last year has proven anything between like the Marvels, the, all the DC EU stuff, right? Streaming is not the jumping off point that we thought it was. No, especially because Miss Marvel was incredible. Well, now they're putting ads on streaming. That's why. And it's like Disney Plus, and it, it just wasn't the launching pad that we thought. You know, they're not making Throw enough Kamala Khan in an Avengers movie. You know, have her be like the second lead in I don't know something, but it I don't know. I mean. It's a couple of things. I mean, I think that that where 2023 failed superhero movies and superhero content, I think, is they're going full factory. And it shouldn't be a factory sort of situation. 
um, and with their factory, they were like, how do we cut the costs of everything? How do we literally make everything just weaker? And I think that like Secret Invasion was written a with AI. Like that's my belief. God, um, that was the most terrible show. I, I mean, if you look at it, it doesn't make any sense how it was written by a human being unless the human being was like, they were like, hey, you got three hours to write this or you got 24 hours to write four different shows. Like, and this person is on their last legs of like thought or an AI was like, and in the end, one beats the other person up the end. And then they're like, okay, now how do we storyboard that? Because that's what that final scene was. The thing with Secret Invasion is if you watch She-Hulk, and you watch the finale, it's literally making fun of the finale of Secret Invasion before it came out. They yeah. made an entire show trashing the formula for these dumb shows, and they went ahead and still kept using that formula for the show. It was just wild. I think they were trying to point it out for real, but the problem is, is that like, you, 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 when you make fun of somebody or when you point out stuff, sometimes it's easier to make it comedic, right? And then it's satire. Mm. You know, but they're, I mean, they are pointing out the formula and I mean, I guess, I guess, uh, is there superhero fatigue? I think yes and no. I don't believe that there's an actual structural superhero fatigue. I think that our people are tired of the like cutting corners, factory process superhero stuff, but like, I don't think that superheroes are done for, for good. I think something like Blue Beetle was a great, uh, uh, I, I really liked Blue Beetle and Carson out there is saying Blue Beetle was the best DC movie from last year. And I mean, I, I Blue Beetle. yeah, I definitely agree. And I thought Blue Beetle was a fresh new take on superhero stuff. Although yeah. you could say that it harkens to Spider-Man uh, in, in a way, in a young hero sort of way. The director explicitly said that he did not want to do Spider-Man when he signed on to this. He did not want to do Spider-Man for Blue Beetle and like focusing on the family and everything. It was fresh. I don't yeah. know if you guys believe superhero fatigue is real or not. I don't know. For me, I think superheroes are just another genre now. Is there? It's just like a horror. It's like saying there's horror fatigue. It's like, no, there's a horror movie coming out every few months. It's just the way it is. This is a genre at this point. You just got to make it fresh, right? A fresh new yeah. horror. Horror is still surviving with fresh new takes. Yeah. Rom-coms. How are rom-coms doing? Right. <laughs> I don't know. They, they do well yeah. on streaming services, actually. Streaming. Rom-coms do well on streaming services. Yeah. yeah that's the superhero rom-com. Well, I mean. It's kind of WandaVision. Never mind. Eh, I, I wouldn't consider WandaVision <laughs> a superhero rom-com, but they're. they're... It, was, it was depressing if that was the way it ended. <laughs> I think you could. I could. I could pitch one. I'm. I'm trying to think. Of, All right. Is it in the MCU? Do you want it? Is that what it, you want? An MCU superhero rom com? Sure. For the for for. But they wouldn't the release it in. I mean, I would love a a Rogue and Gambit rom com before they oh, fall in oh. love. You know what I mean? Like the beginning of their relationship. Mm, that's not a terrible idea. I know it's not. <laughs> Rogue I know. and Gambit. A Rogue and Gambit rom com. See, that's the thing that would get sent to Disney Plus, though. <laughs> I feel like Miss Marvel had a little rom-com energy with Kamala and her two boys. <laughs> yeah, I would put that in um, Coming Teen of movie? Age. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Coming of Age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have my thoughts about the MCU and stuff. Anyway, uh, uh, 
there there are other movies. Something coming up really quick is Argyle. Are you guys? Yeah, Ooh. I've seen that. Uh, Henry Cavill, he's a secret agent, or so we think. <laughs> he is Argyle, but yeah. do you guys know the premise? Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. Stranger Than Fiction, where right. like somebody is like writing this, but it's also happening in real life. Yeah, I don't know how it happens, but it looks fun, and it's Matthew Vaughn, yeah, who did Kingsman. Kingsman, you know, and it, it is classically Kingsman, like choreographed. Yeah, yeah, I think it's also. Number one, Dua Lipa. Oh, my heart. I was about yeah. to say, goodness gracious, Dua, Dua, Dua Lipa. Lipa. Um, making my heart Dua Lipa. Um, <laughs> oh, but <laughs> that's the first time I've heard that. All right. Um, uh, number two, though, I think it's very interesting that it's starring one of the great Star Wars directors of our time, Rice Dallas Howard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's she's directed some of the best episodes yes. of Star Wars television. Weird, sure. Best like, Rice did that. Yeah. No, like not that she isn't talented, but like I don't know. She is the daughter of Ron Howard, so I should have saw this coming. Yeah, I think I mean I think she could be a better director than Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Ron Howard is a great uh, this, director. This is a hot take. This Ron is Howard a is take. a great director, but he's bland. He's kind of like at this this day and age. He kind of he needs more spice. Bryce Dallas Howard has directed better Star Wars projects than her father. Well, because Ron Howard did Solo, right? Is that what you're yes. saying? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't blame him for Solo, but I also don't know why you would think Ron Howard would save Solo. But all right, you know what I mean? I don't. I liked him. Solo. I really liked. Solo. I liked it. Gets it. better every time I watch it. Yeah, that's all right. I can take it. What memes? I can take it or leave it. And Are you or serious? And or to I, me, I don't hate it, but it's it's all right. And or to me is peak Star Wars. Yes, I love Andor. All right, you want your Star Wars dark and gritty? No, you don't have to be I, dark. I, I want it like my world. <laughs> all right, so so there. I mean, there's a bunch of of. Uh, I don't know. Is Craven the Hunter still coming out this year? Yes, Craven the Hunter. Is so we have out. two Sony so Spider-Man movies: Madam Web, Madam Web, and Craven I, the Hunter. I am morbidly curious about Morbius? Madam Web. Sorry, Madam sorry. Web. What was that? Get it? Morbid. Get it? Morbidly. Morb- morbidly. Anyway, sorry. Curious. I'm curious because I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> you know what? These aren't going anywhere. The suit, the the fake Spider-Man they got in there, looks like it's something from the CW. The assassin guy. Yeah, like yeah. what the fuck, you Ezekiel. know? Fuck it. But Bryce Dallas Howard, I I love her to death. Like, all right. Wait, Bryce it. Dallas Howard? No, Bryce Dallas it? Howard. No, um, uh, what's her name? no, Dakota, no Johnson Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Gosh, yeah, Dakota Johnson. Love her to death. Sure. Fuck it. Whatever. Like, what's the my, what's the line they keep quoting people oh, keep... my mom was in the amazon doing research on spiders before she died <laughs> <laughs> no so it was specific. yeah 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 so specific so weirdly like the suits look terrible the cgi looks bad they I'm, don't give a fuck they just want to keep the ip it's keeping the ip also i don't have much hope for it Except, okay, so there's like a Final Destination almost kind of vibe to it. Yeah. But also, some people were saying it might be a Terminator vibe 
because I think that was the original story. The original story was a Terminator vibe, and they kept a little bit of that. Um, I don't know how much. Yeah. Um, but my the 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 lizard brain in my head is <laughs> looking at looking at the actresses in that movie, being like, oh, maybe maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> Sweeney, Sweeney. Yeah. Um, Isabel, uh, Isabel Merced. Is Dora the Explorer. I like Dora the Explorer, like the movie. I thought it was good. I'm not, <laughs> I didn't see it. It's a really good movie. It's very tongue in cheek. It's uh, sure it is. Um, <laughs> supposedly, we're getting Venom three this year. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I don't know what story they're gonna do because they they did Carnage. I don't know. She would tell Edgy of Four is in it. Oh, interesting. As who? Maybe as himself. <laughs> <laughs> I me the actor is taking the symbiote. Okay. Here's the thing or, about I'm the, sorry, symbiote. Here's the thing about the right. Sony verse. No one knows where it's going, and I don't know if anyone cares. They don't, they <laughs> don't know where it's going either. Some kind of sinister six. It's yeah. but that's so bad. I mean, do you guys have hope for Craven? No. Craven seems no. more straightforward. Like, I understand. I understand the math behind it. You need to keep the IP. But Tom Holland doesn't want to be in everything. You can't go back to the other two Spider-Man because, I don't know, you hate money, I guess. So let's make a Craven movie. Venom did great. They could have given us a Miles Morales. No one's stopping him from that. (laughs) That is, I mean, Spider-Verse is pretty good. I know, Spider-Verse is amazing. It's pretty good. Personally, I would have, like, I would keep going with Spider-Verse stuff, but then I would actually do a live-action web warriors which is like a, a, a spider-verse sort of situation you could have literally andrew garfield and toby mcguire yeah. like buddy copping a um multiversal spider-man team that does live action like movies more multiverse i'm not a fan of multiverse but i think okay. that spider-verse is the only thing that has done it right so far and i would be cool with them investing in Maguire and Garfield before Morbius and shit, you know? I think it's just, they should just make the Sony-verse the Andrew Garfield universe. Mm-hmm. Just kill two boys with one stand. So know? just bring back, <laughs> just do an amazing Spider-Man 3 and have, I mean, I don't mind make the it. Sinister Stick. I mean, they haven't showed a hero, but they've shown six villains. You give them Andrew Garfield. So, like, I don't know, like, maybe, maybe, maybe um, Venom comes back from the MCU and he's like, man, that Tom Holland guy looks like that Andrew Garfield guy back in, like, ah, wait, Andrew Garfield is the one who got me fired from the Daily Bugle. You know him too? Let's go get Spider Man. Wait, and who like, got fired know. who from the Daily Bugle? Because Eddie Brock didn't get fired from the Daily Bugle. Here's hey, he did. They say in the he universe. had trouble in New York and he had to move to California. Oh. No, but also Venom has a hive mind which accidentally goes to the universe and other multiverses. So I don't I don't Venom, agree with that. You don't I don't think agree so? with the, I don't agree with the hive mind bullshit. That's why I hate <laughs> the multiverse. It's so dumb. <laughs> so any any Venom that ever existed, he's now a part of. I don't think that I don't think the hive mind jumps to multiverse. Maybe that's it jumps to maybe it jumps to the hive that's in that universe. So when you maybe. jump, you know what I mean? Maybe so 
What's really interesting is I read the book called MCU, The Random Marvel Studios. I don't know if you heard of it. Yes, I've read it. I don't like books. It's really good because they talk about how hard No Way Home was because Kevin Feige like pitched this idea or like they were working on the idea and they decided to leave one slot empty so they could do a Sinister Six later. That's why it's like only five villains total. Right? I I had a theory. For anyone who likes Ultimate Spider-Man, when Ultimate Spider-Man did the Sinister Six, they had five villains also. And guess who the sixth person on the Sinister Six was? J. Jonah Jameson? Spider-Man. What? They take Spider-Man, like, they blackmail Spider-Man, and they say, like, we will, we'll kill your family if you don't help us with this thing that they're going to do. So that's the Ultimate Sinister Six first starts off with five villains, and Spider-Man's the sixth one. And the Ultimates, which are the Avengers, come in to fight the six of them. Mm. And and Spider-Man's being blackmailed. So I thought that there would be a Tom Holland has to help them situation, but that wasn't the case. I'm okay. I don't know. I'm okay with what happened. That's fine. Are you excited for Madam Web, Dimitri? Like I said, the lizard brain <laughs> part of me is like... He just Great. wants to see Cindy Sweeney in the costume. <laughs> I mean, fully covered. It's gonna. Is it gonna look like body paint? It looks like body yeah, paint from that, like, like body paint. from that from that from that trailer. I I just watch anyone but you. I mean, is that a? That's not a good rom com though, right? I I like rom coms. If you love I heard Sydney it's not Sweeney, that good. you'll love this movie. I'm not a big. I mean, Sydney Sweeney's okay. I'm not a big fan of Sydney Sweeney. Um. Alan, no, not Alan Scott. Adam Scott in that movie is the most intriguing part of Madam Web because I'm like, I heard he's supposed to play Uncle Ben. Oh, is he Uncle Ben or is he Peter Parker's dad? I don't know. He could be Richard Parker or Ben. Richard Parker. Parker. So, because yeah, the, uh, the original story was that they were trying to save Peter Parker's parents because if Peter Parker's parents die, he's never born. Hence right. the Terminator uh, storyline. But they right. scrapped that for something else. Well, I heard he's Ben Parker because Richard Parker would be younger. No, he would be a tiger. I'm sorry. sorry. I got it. Richard Parker. (laughs) You know, Richard Parker, the name of the the tiger is based off of a guy who survived two capsized boats. Yeah. I think they mentioned that in the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> um anyway, we're supposed to have three Sony movies in one year. Um Perfect. other Perfect. movies we're supposed to get some like random stuff, right? Like Gladiator 2. If there was ever a movie that didn't need a sequel. Uh we're, we're supposed to get Alien Romulus. We're sure. supposed to get a Borderlands movie. We're supposed to get a sequel to Twister called Twisters. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is getting a sequel. Beetlejuice is getting a sequel. Uh, what I else? Is... Oh, I know what I'm very excited for. One of my top movies this year. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Uh... Ooh, that's a really good trilogy. It's such a good trilogy. One of the best trilogies of all time, I think. I need to rewatch that trilogy because I Slept think on. I watched them out of order and I don't know what, oh. where I left off. It's kind of funny because the, the second two... Like, like the first is definitely like a prequel to like a duo of movies. You know what yeah. I mean? 
because the whole mm-hmm. contagion takes place in between the first movie and the second movie. So yeah. it's like they're kind of different, but I love them. They're amazing. Really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, truth be told, this movie, I know it's the fourth movie, but it might just be the third in that trilogy. You know what I mean? Oh, you have a prequel gotcha. movie and then you have a three, maybe. But Caesar dies. Spoiler. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't know. And maybe. it takes like place like uh, like a couple hundred years after yeah, the first trilogy. But here's here's what I think they should do. If this movie ends with like they save the day or whatever, and the apes do whatever, <laughs> the last shot or the end credits teaser is the needs thing. to be it needs to be a rocket coming down. Yeah, and, and it's Mark him. Wahlberg. <laughs> no, he's no. At the, uh, Lincoln Memorial, which is now a monkey. <laughs> I, I, I understand that. Like generally speaking, we don't like that movie, but I also want to know what happens after. I'm, I'm, I make a comic or something that tells me what happens to his character and like this alternate universe because that's the one thread I'm like ah, I wish I knew. Mark Wahlberg. The Mark Wahlberg. I also don't who like should, Mark Wahlberg. Who should play the human role? The like human from the past. Oh, the the wait, who was the original? Um, it's um what's his name? Famous actor, right? It was uh Ben Hur? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the guy, guy who plays Ben Ben Hur, right? Yeah, what's his name? That one guy. Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> Carlson, something. It's the damn you all to hell, that guy. Damn you, damn you all to hell. <laughs> you damn dirty Wasn't he eggs. president of the um the NRA? It's that guy. He was? Carlson Heston or something? Yeah, Charlton, isn't Charlton Heston? Yeah. When did it come out? Wow, this is this is good podcasting, guys. I was looking up shit. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's who it was. Uh, I'd be happy with anybody except for Mark Wahlberg. See him committing hate crimes on apes. <laughs> oh no! Oof. Isn't Rough. it Charlton has? Isn't Plenty of the Apes Charlton Heston? That's what good I question. Think. Who knows? It's ask Siri. <laughs> I'm trying to. Alexa, who was the star in Planet of the Apes in the 80s? It is Charlton Heston. Okay, yeah, thank you. Oof. Wow. What's funny is I looked, well, I looked up Planet of the Apes and guess who the first 10 actors that pop up are? The people people in the ape costumes. (laughs) (laughs) But like Charlton Heston wasn't popping up. I was like, where is he in this thing? Why is it so hard to find his name? Yes, Charlton Heston, Ben-Hur. Uh, president of the NRA. Weird flex. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Give it to an up and coming actor. I don't know. I was up and coming. I w- I wouldn't mind Tom Hiddleston. I feel like Tom Hiddleston could do a role like that. Does <laughs> the character need to be older sure. or younger? I think I don't think age really matters. I, I, old enough to be an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> In the future. <laughs> Old enough to be an astronaut in the future. Beekeeping age. No, he's... (laughs) Beekeeping age. (laughs) Beekeeping age. By the way, there is Jason Statham's The Beekeeper coming out in like a week. That's true. I I don't... Sure. Yeah, whatever. Oh, wait. What's what's the guy in Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Jason Jason Segel? 
Russell you know Brand? what? Fuck it. Put Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. <laughs> you know what? Do it. Have you guys seen the show around. Shrinking on Apple TV with Jason Siegel? It's so I good. Seen it. It's I haven't seen it, show. but it's that's the Harrison season. Ford Jason Siegel one, right? Yes. Yep. Harrison Ford's in it. But isn't I've never there... seen Harrison Ford do comedy, and he's actually like really funny. That's cool. Uh, better than him doing another Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Just pass the torch, man. Not the not the Indiana Jones torch, but I'd rather see Short Round and um, Phoebe Waller Bridge's character and like them team up. You know. Yeah. Um. As we as we close this up, I'm trying to see if uh oh. Speed of Phoebe Waller Bridge, she's not in it anymore. Mister and Mrs. Smith, the Donald Glover Maya wow. Erskine TV show based off the movie. I guess. Yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to oh, that. Yeah. I have not seen Donald uh, Glover do anything I have not liked. So. <laughs> oh, a, okay. It's a, it's I wasn't sure where you're going with that. Was... <laughs> it's a good bet for me to to watch that and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, we got Abbott Elementary season three coming out this year. Coming back from their you know hiatus. Oh, you're looking at the same article I am. Cool. <laughs> well, I was looking and I. <laughs> I brought it over into the dock. Have you? Uh-huh. Have you let me guess. Let me guess. Is Halo season two on here next? <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm not going in order, but yeah. I mean, I I didn't watch Halo season one, so I don't really care much about Halo season two. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's uh uh. I don't know what else am I looking forward to? Star Trek oh, stuff. I like Star Trek and I like Star Wars. So I just uh like. I just found out one of my friends, like good friends who like I have not been in touch with, just like reached out to me the other day and told me that she is a producer on House of the Dragon. So I was like, your friend is? Yeah. I was like, so basically, like I told you, I'm doing like a reality show, right? And uh, she's basically like, hey, I met somebody at this Emmy pre Emmy party. And she told me that you're on a reality show. I was like, yeah. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, what were you doing at a pre Emmy party? She was like, my show's been nominated. I was like, oh, what show? She's like, House of the Dragon. I was like, what? A small independent, <laughs> you know, TV show that she does now, you know? Yeah, I was completely shocked. And I was like, oh man, that's insane. But that, uh, yeah, so House of the Dragon, I'm looking forward to that. My One of my teachers from college, he worked on Game of Thrones he invented the Dothraki language. Whoa, that is cool. So his, because he was a linguistics um, guy, he invented the Game of Thrones language. He invented the Dune language. And so I was hosting trivia. And so he comes to my trivia and he plays. And we had a Jason Momoa question and um, with a little picture of young Jason Momoa. And then afterwards, he was like, oh, look, he had taken the photo of Jason Momoa and texted Jason Momoa <laughs> on his like cell phone being like, oh, there's just a question about you. And Jason Momoa thumbed it up. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That is exciting. If we're talking about Game of Thrones is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's kind okay. of a flex to get like, a, you, can, you can text Jason Momoa and get a thumbs up. That is a flex in my book. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, so everybody you... I text nowadays, they leave me on red. So, you know, mm. like the mean girls that are brown that people don't. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you're not, hot, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, there's also another Game of Thrones thing that's coming out. Right. I, I wrote it down. It's called. Um, 
The Hedge Knight. The Hedge Knight. Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, the Hedge Knight. Hmm. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing for this. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, I think it's adapting Duncan Egg. Duncan Egg. Which you, is like. Are you a big um, Game of Thrones? Are you a Thrones head? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Sh- you might, someone might want to correct me on that. But there's, there's like Duncan the Tall, which is a knight who is, has a squire who is also a Targaryen. I'm pretty sure. You might want to double check. Are you a are you a throner boner? I wish I was that cool. Are you throning? I only read I read the first book, but I deep dived when the show was going on. Okay. Okay. Um we got some Star Wars stuff. We got Star Wars the Acolyte, which I'm looking forward to. Amanda Stenberg. I'm actually excited about that. Um it's gonna Finally. get so much hate when it comes out. It's gonna get so much hate from those specific people. Everything's getting hate. Did you see the interview with Shermin Oboy Chinoy that is being refitted to make? Oh yeah. So basically, let me give people a little bit of background. So what? eight years ago, she did an interview at a women's conference talking about a documentary she did on acid attacks in in Pakistan and in like honor killings. So because of that, she got a lot of hate from people in her country because they thought it was tarnishing the reputation of Pakistan. So she said a lot of men were uncomfortable and she's like, I like making men uncomfortable. She's specifically talking about the men that are sending her death threats and stuff like that because of this movie she made. So people reached purpose that clip to try to make it sound like she is talking about the next star wars movie that she is she is tapped to to do the ray movie right yes the ray movie and they're like yeah look at her she is going to make this movie so men are uncomfortable which the two things are in no way correlation so maybe before she was even tapped to be in miss marvel let alone star wars so because of that, they're trying to give her the Brie Larson treatment. They're using these interviews and stuff to try to make her look like a man-hating director, and they're going to pre-order their hate for this movie. I pre-order their hate. <laughs> pre-order their hate is good. I uh, wrong. My so like he, here's the thing with the context, they're completely out of line. But we, even without the context, I think they're out of line too. I think that like showing privilege and making people uncomfortable with their own privilege um that like you know e- even i have right like there's certain types of privileges i have like i have one like as, as as a man um or in every different facet of society like i can or can't have privilege whatever but making people uncomfortable putting a mirror up to people that's art right yeah so even like with the context obviously it's easy to like with the context people are blowing out of proportion and they're they're retrofitting it and whatnot but also without the context even if she said i like making men feel uncomfortable i was okay with that like Mm -hmm. if if the question was like how do you feel with you know doing a movie about ray and like ray you know like when when so many you know people were uncomfortable with you know, Ray and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I like making men feel uncomfortable. I would have bought that answer too. Mm-hmm. But it's wild, the the hate that she's getting. Nah. I think I think Ray needs a Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. I can't wait. I hope the Ray movie, she gets a Padawan. I feel so bad for Finn. 
I feel Stop. so bad for Finn. Stop. Don't let me get on my high horse. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't don't do it. Okay, that's fine. Um the acolyte <laughs> though has a full diverse cast. It takes place in the past. Stars Amanda Stenberg, who is a very vocal uh activist. Um people are gonna pre-order their hate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope she does the same. Remember when I don't know if you remember this like TikTok drama where someone reviewed the movie who is also on TikTok, like reviewed bodies, 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 oh, the Amanda okay. Stem movie. Yeah. And like if, if they the person called it like a two hour advertisement for cleavage. Yeah. And then Amanda Stenberg, like in the DMs, didn't post this anywhere. It was like, maybe if you weren't looking at my boobs, you could have looked at the movie. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope Amanda has um, great clapbacks like this when the acolyte comes back out. You know, I'm I'm excited to see. I'm sat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, um, But yeah, I mean, is there anything that you guys are looking forward to in the last couple minutes that we have here that we we didn't get to 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 touch on? There's the boys season four. Moana gets a series. Supposedly Marvel Zombies is coming out. Kite Man gets a series. Daredevil Born Again is coming out. There might be a Dune series uh, on HBO. Um, you know, is the Agatha show still coming out this year? Supposed yeah, to. I think so. It's supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's funny though? Like, remember when WandaVision came out? And we're like, an Agatha show? This is genius. I this did not amazing. say that. I did not I think, say that. I think it's a great idea. And then we're two years or three years now from we're like, ooh, maybe I'm not looking it. forward to it. Like, I mean, I think it'll be good depending on how they expand the magical corner. That, that's really what I want. I don't need an Agatha focused show, but like Agatha headlining this magical corner of the marvel universe we've never seen before it'd be nice what i would hate is if it focuses again on the multiverse i don't want the multiverse i feel mm. like katherine hahn and audrey plaza can carry a show so like that gives me a little bit more confidence yeah i'm mad aubrey plaza's in this because i could think of like three other roles she'd be better at <laughs> i thought about that recently about how stanley tucci was wasted on on abraham erskine who just that small bit in captain america when I was thinking, he would make a great sin- uh, Mr. Sinister. Ooh. Interesting. I mean, don't steal don't it. Hate. I'm going to make it. I have to make a TikTok on it. I think it's it's a crazy, Interesting. crazy choice. Think about his character in Hunger Games. Think about his other, like, I, four uh, menacing characters. He can play yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And mm. he'd still be lovable, too, in a weird way. I don't know. Mr. Sinister was a collaborator. <laughs> I'm still mad he was on the crowing council. Yeah. Like, look at that guy. I'm just, you know. I um, mean, I thought, I thought Mr. Sinister was going to be the secret villain to Deadpool 3. That's, that was, that's what I was holding out for. Ooh. I mean, maybe. In Deadpool, Deadpool 2, that's the school that, that yeah. they were at. Who's the villain in Deadpool 3? Taylor Swift? We don't know. We don't know who this villain is. Taylor Swift? Well, yeah, uh, I mean, they hinted Confirmed. at Mr. Sinister at the end of New Mutants also, so. Uh, you know. Wasted potential. Yeah. Um, uh, we got five minutes to wrap things up, but, like, you guys, uh, 
is there anything else that that you guys wanted to talk about? Um, I'm excited to see Neb's mysterious uh, show coming out in the fall. Should be fun. Oh, the <laughs> dating show that Neb's is on. My my dating show. Uh, yes, definitely. We'll be on. And his short film. And excited to see film. that. Who knows where it might lead? <laughs> Who knows? Also, I'm excited to see Dimitri on television too. That's right. <laughs> I, I, fucking game show. Hopefully, he wins a million dollars and fly throw the, the house huge. House the show party doesn't give a million dollars, but yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I'm 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 looking forward to just just in general, like San Diego Comic Con. We're all going to be at, but like some of the other cons that I'm going to this year, like the you know. Um, but like San Diego Comic Con is, you know, we'll all be there, so that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, before we get going, uh, I want to thank you guys so much, uh, Justin Neebs, so much for for coming on the show, taking time out of your night, uh, to be here, especially because you guys are on the East Coast. I'm I'm Pacific time. You guys are uh, Eastern time. You know, so you guys are three hours in the future. So, um, you know, thank you to both of you, spacemen for for traveling <laughs> through time to be here with me uh shout out to carson out there for being in our chat and uh being an awesome person in our chat uh letting us know if you were watching us live you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the keeg show like carson was or youtube.com slash the keeg show uh or you listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from apple Podcasts, google play soundcloud spotify and iHeartRadio. now before we get going justin where can we find you what do you got coming up anything you want to plug uh, you can find me wherever toys are sold at Freddy's Roommate on Twitter, TikTok, and on Instagram. And now on Letterboxd. <laughs> I just got Letterboxd. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Letterboxd is going to be doing TV shows. So, you know, hmm. put your TV shows on there. Uh, Neat. What about you? Yeah, you can find me everywhere at the hashtag uh, or handle at Watch with Neebs. Neebs is spelled N-E-E-B-Z. And also I have a podcast called Salam Nerds, which can be found on all Spotify platforms and on YouTube. So feel free to join us. We recap everything, Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and every Sunday we have a weekly where we go over current events. So feel free to watch us there. And Freddie, uh, roommate, and Dimitri, Justin, love to have you guys back on. Uh, I think I've tried to get Dimitri on like seven. It's so times. hard with scheduling, but I am I am <laughs> in it. I want to. I want to. So let's make it work out. Yeah, yeah. And then Justin's been on a few times, so we'll definitely have to have you back on too. Um, thank you guys both. Both of you guys do amazing work. Um, so if anyone's out there who haven't followed you definitely should follow you guys. Um, if you guys want to follow The Keeg, you can follow The Keeg on social media, at The Keeg Show, pretty much everywhere. TikTok and Instagram are two biggest ones, but we're on all the other ones, at The Keeg Show or slash The Keeg Show. Uh, we got multiple different shows that we do. We got This Is The Keeg Talks. Uh, we got tomorrow, we're going to do The Keeg Talks, What If Season 2. Um, but generally speaking, The Keeg Talks is every weekend, and Comic Talk is every Thursday night, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, we also got our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Keeg Show. Uh, and then we got a new X-Men podcast. It's a monthly one called State of X that's going to be every month. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, thekeegshow.com. If you're into blogs and articles and that sort of thing, we just started that back up again at thekeegshow.com. Um, but other than that, I am looking forward to this whole year. I, I have a lot of 
uh, hopes and dreams and plans. And, you know, it's, it's going to be tough work, but I'm looking forward to 2024. So I'm glad that I could uh, kick it off with you guys. Very cool. Uh, once again, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Keeg Talks coming in 2024. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. King.